I looked weird. Whatever. I looked very weird. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Rooftop Podcast episode something. I don't remember what episode we're at. It's been a, a fat effing minute since we've uh, done a podcast at all. Um, we recorded, not you and me, but me, Robert, and uh, my neighbor. Well, that'd be Robert, your neighbor, and I, if I was speaking from your perspective. But Anyway. We recorded an episode way back in January. Sorry, I had to fix my hat. Way back in January, and it just, um, we're, we're not going to call people out, but it just didn't get uploaded by who it had to be uploaded by, and so I had to, I should have, it's my fault, I should have done it a while ago, because I've had the footage too, or they just told me they were going to do it, but I had to to upload it and edit it myself when I wasn't planning to, but I could have done it a while ago. Finally got it done. Um, so this one would be the one after that one, which I don't know what episode this is, but we're back. I don't remember. Yeah, that was a kind of a a jumble. A little uh, rough, rocky patch, but, you know, we're coming back, coming back strong. Yeah. And, uh, and we said we'd take it a lot more serious this year, but look. Uh, yeah. Greatest look comeback stories ever were... Um, I don't remember all of the ones that were listed in Parks and Rec, but I remember Kim Kardashian, and then there's us. So we're the greatest comeback story. Hell yeah. So um, we're trying out some new equipment today. We got a nice 4K camcorder. Um, I don't know if we'll upload it in 4K, but... It's going to be a pretty big upload size if we do that. So, I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll see what we can do. We'll see. But we're coming at you with some fire today. We got a new format that I want to try out. Um, before the podcast was a little kind of like all over the place. Really, yeah, it was really random and organized. Um, so hopefully now it's a little more uh, structured. But yeah, so I mean, we're just trying new things out, seeing what works. Uh, so we'll try it out new structure day, new equipment. But um, before we start, Greg, was there anything you'd like to update people on or? Um, man, there's, you know, a lot has happened. Um, I had my first kid recently. Uh, I tried weed for the first time. I went to a party for the first time. You gave weed to your first kid for the yeah, first time? Yeah, I gave weed to my first kid for the first time. Mm -hmm. I'm just kidding. I don't have any kids, and I, I don't do weed, and I don't go to parties. But um, I did do something pretty cool. Um, I ended up giving my dog a bath. So. Okay. Well, um, yeah, not much has happened. So we uh, we Picking up where we left off. Yeah, and we need to be more consistent with this for sure. Um, but Greg, topic today, what we're talking about, and it's because it's not really new news, um, because this has been in circulation for a while. People have talked about it, and I didn't, I didn't really think we were going to talk about it because we people have been knowing about it for a minute now, and and uh, but the thing is, today it got passed, which is I believe it's called Article 17 in the European Union. Did you do you know what that is, or do you have an idea, or? Or do I need to educate you? Educate me, Brandon. Educate the viewers. So basically, um, from what I understand, I was trying to pull up an article uh, so I can have it right here right now with just like bullet points so I'd be better educated on it. Well, not better educated, but like actually have something I can read off of no facts. But right now I couldn't find one. I'm just going off my memory of what I listened to and have read. But it basically... So you know how um, YouTube has, like, their copyright strikes and, like, if you upload 
um, copyrighted content without a license or, you know, they can strike your video down and then, you know, you get banned or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So under, well, now it's changed, but before, at least um, in the European Union, it was like America where they held the the user who uploaded it accountable for that. So you know how, like, um, if you had three strikes for copyright claim, you'd be out. Like, you were the only one getting punished for it, right? Because mm. you were the only one who did it. Well, now, it's still like that in the U.S. because um, um, we don't have any law against it yet. Um, who knows? Maybe after the European Union, we might. Hopefully not. But now that um, this Article 17 has passed, um, now the uh, in the European Union, anyway, the uh, the platforms are held responsible. Yeah, like YouTube or Google or anybody that kind of shares any kind of mainstream information that's owned by someone else. Oh, even Twitter. Oh, even Twitter. Even Twitter. So if you upload even a um, a copyrighted photo, now um, the person who holds copyright to that photo or, or anything, even music, or just the littlest thing, has a legal recourse to go after Twitter and not just the user. Hmm. So I know for a fact that um, I read up that it, that it actually affected a lot of tech giants in the U.S. So Google, for one, and I was saying that they can't really up like nobody can really upload anything that's copyrighted. I guess Google posts a lot of articles and stuff like that from other people that they don't give credit to. Mm -hmm. So now because of this new copyright law, people can actually come and sue Google for that, or Google's going to be required to pay them for whatever material that's shared through their um, mm -hmm. through their uh, source or not their sources. I guess their platform. Now the the really shitty thing about this law, which is why a lot of not just the people, but a lot of the um, the tech giants, the companies themselves, are against this law, is because because the companies are now held liable for the users, you know, um, usage of the copyrighted um, properties. Um, they have to filter that themselves now, mm -hmm. like not that they didn't before, but on a different level, like like YouTube, say, because um, now. Uh, in, in the U.S., the way it is, which is how it used to be in the Re European Union, um, was that the the copyright holder would have to find the content and then contact YouTube to take down that contact content, right? And then if, like, it persisted, I guess they could technically, if they wanted to, if, like, the person made millions of dollars off of this YouTube video, they could have um, taken the, per the user who uploaded it to court, right? Yeah. But now... Um, now they can take YouTube to court over that. So what they're going to have to do is start filtering content. So basically, um, YouTube, instead of having, um, not just YouTube, this is really goes for all platforms, yeah, all platforms yeah. um, but in the European Union anyway, now these companies are going to have to either um, create some monumental technology that can scan anything you upload before you, you post it to the Internet to make sure it's not copyrighted or somehow make sure you have a license or the rights to upload that. Um, so now they're basically they're basically filtering what you can put on the internet because they don't want to be sued. Yeah. So that means there's plenty of plenty of content that just could not you know even exist in the European Union anymore because the companies don't want to be liable for that uh, for a lawsuit just because of their their users. So not necessarily. Well, actually, it could affect. It does affect more than just the European Union. I think it affects them most because number one, it'll affect like for YouTube, which is like probably um, one of the best examples I would know about is the content creators. A lot of gaming channels wouldn't be able to exist because technically they don't 
own the copyright oh, like, yeah, like Fortnite, to the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So and then um, they can't upload that, and a lot of um. Well, that would be just kind of a regional thing, though, like because uh, Google even filters things out based on your your region or your country. Yeah, but here's the thing. If half of your audience is overseas and you're living in America, no, of course you, you lost lose half a of lot your viewership, of and that's yeah. a lot of money out that's of your a lot pocket. Of revenue. Yeah, exactly. So you're right. Yeah. So the the thing is that all these people and tech giants are against it because it's not just gonna it's gonna empower these um, copyright holders because there's copyright holder trolls. Did you know about that? I didn't know that. To where people just buy old copyrights and then just go after people and like take down their videos or take the money from whatever platform that they're making it on like, and they just do that just to scare people and make money even though they didn't create it or whatever mm -hmm. so this is just gonna um, I mean it makes sense but um, this would empower that kind of activity um, excuse me but yeah so basically instead of you being able to upload whatever you want and have to um, and you at least have the ability to put it up and then fight for yourself to keep it up say it Say if you uploaded a reaction video and it's under fair use, right? Um, you at least had a, I guess, I mean, I might, be, I might be misinterpreting this, but at least you had a chance to upload it and defend yourself if it was under fair use, right? But now since um, YouTube is held liable to them getting sued, the, the company itself, they're going to say, well, no, we can't defend every single person who gets a copyright claim against them we can't we can't take on all of this so we just have to blanket ban all copyrighted content no matter if it is fair use or not yeah yeah that 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 pretty much sucks too because i mean it it really could blur the line between people who actually you know have the fair use people who don't because there's going to be times where people do pay for rights to use certain things yeah you can like license vivo something. for instance vivo is something that they have to pay for the licensing you can't just you know vivo can't just take that music take make a video for it and then post it without you know having that fair use or without having some sort of agreement with the distributor you know that you know they're gonna pay a certain amount a certain royalty and then they get to post that up because it's gonna make both you know parties money um, I I don't know I feel like that's very unfair just because it, it really is going to limit a lot of people mm -hmm. but I, I feel like a workaround could be that Google as an entire organization as an entire company as an entire uh, corporation across all of their services YouTube Gmail Google Plus I feel like a workaround now this is going to be very expensive obviously but in the end it could make them you know it, it could continue making them money instead of you know losing all the revenue just kind of allocating some more of their resources elsewhere but um they might just have to pay like almost like masses in 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 uh, loyalties and and fair use uh contracts and stuff like that because they're going to have to pay a lot of people off in order to keep some of the content well here's the thing um it's not that that youtube is making the videos well, YouTube's not. That's what I mean, though. But People so but then, why would there be a reason for them to buy a license for well, anything that? Th what I'm saying is because if if an individual person themselves cannot necessarily be held accountable anymore for something like that, mm -hmm. if it's Google as a whole, if Google just has the rights to things like that, because they own YouTube, people can post whatever content they but want then you'd on have their to platform. Then you have to buy a right to everything, pretty much everything, dude. I know. Yeah, it that that would be more expensive. And You're right. the only thing yeah. is, it's not just Google. No, yeah, of course, it's Twitter, it's, yeah, you're right, Facebook, it's everything, yeah. Everything is held accountable. So, yeah, I, I can see why all these tech giants are pretty upset about that, though. And I mean, people, it because it's going to limit their ability to post pretty much anything, really. Yeah, really. Because, like, right, there's, like, streamers like Tfue and um, and uh, Ninja. I mean, they can't really mm -hmm. post a lot of Fortnite stuff without, you know, technically getting permission from 
uh, Epic Games or whoever yeah, the hell it is. Yeah, if Epic it. Games wanted, they'd be like, no, nah, that's our copyright. That's we our own copyright. that game. Yeah, we own it. But at the same time, they I don't think they would do that because Ninja no. and Tifu make them so much money. No. So I, I don't know. But it, it is scary because it, it will empower, like, um, it will empower people to just, like, even if it is under fair use, it, if uh, the video still gets uploaded, it'll, it'll, um, it'll be easier for a, a company to just go like, oh, we own that. And then just it'll immediately get shut down because YouTube's like, well, the law here is so strict. We're not going to take a chance. We're just going to cut it down. And yeah. then, like I was saying, just maybe preemptively just ban certain content because they can't take that sort of risk. Exactly. So it, it's, it's pretty disappointing. But, I mean, you know, people are going to do what they what they feel like is correct. Like, um, I, I don't know if we should even bring it up, but um, there was a recently a attack i guess on the christchurch in new zealand yeah and as kind of a reaction um which i mean is i understand what they're doing you know the uh, prime minister announced that there was going to be a complete ban on on any kind of assault weapon or firearm and i mean i totally understand that but at the same time like if you watch the video man i mean and i i hate bringing this up because of how controversial it is but um the guy really had no training i mean he was an amateur i felt like if there was just one good person there that could have you know helped out i mean that would have stopped him and it's, it's kind of this I, I guess it's kind of not a trend per se but it's just a similarity in that you know you you try to keep things away from people and it mm-hmm. kind of just inhibits our our everyday lives in a way i think the argument for that is if you ban guns even though of course the argument is criminals don't follow laws it'll be much much harder for you to get a gun on the black market figure out how to do all that yeah to get an assault rifle it will so be a lot more expensive there is yeah. some validity to that argument, that uh, there's validity on both sides. It's a very, very tricky, tricky yeah. kind of thing. And that's not something we really want to get into right now because yeah, we're no. more focused on the UN thing. I just kind of wanted to draw a comparison, but yeah, that whole situation is just crazy. I mean, because it's almost like you can't even go on Instagram and post memes anymore if you're from the yeah, UK. Yeah, no, technically, if someone wanted to, just shut it down. If they, I mean, just think about it, a lot of memes use images from other like from movies and stuff like that. From they're TV copyrighted shows. too. So like, if if there was a meme, you know, that had like. Michael Scott in it or someone else from like The Office or something. In mm-hmm. fact, I don't even know if we can say that now. Because yeah, it could even honestly be someone who's not even related to the copyright. They just don't like it. And they'll say, hey, uh, take this down. I own the copyright. The company's like, they're they're getting bombarded with it. The law is so strict. They're like, I'm not even going to take a chance on defending who uploaded it. Like, it's gone. Yeah, so pretty much. It's, it's, you know, no questions asked. It's just, you know, okay. So it's a, it's a pretty, it's pretty, st- it's pretty scary for what it implies it's um, daunting, in yeah. the future. Um, gives corporations, even though it's something that's secondly meant to empower, like the the people say it's meant to empower like small artists who like own copyrights and can't really defend themselves to um, take these things down when they keep getting spread because they're just you know one or maybe a few people creating content. Uh, it really mostly empowers the big corporations who have the money and like the really it is all about money who just can just bully their way into scaring smaller people who are using it fairly but they don't have the money to take fucking uh, Disney to court yeah you know so it's that's why a lot of people are like it's the intent is like sort of nice but they're doing they're going the wrong way about it yeah because I mean, it that's it's limiting it's filtering yeah. out so much content like it, it it could really cut almost half of the internet's content in half if not even down more than that I mean yeah, they could it cut it down three quarters yeah hopefully Nothing like that passes America, and if it does, hopefully it's way better because then thought like out. Because, like, where do you draw the line per se? Like, can can it, can an artist even up upload their own music legally? Yeah, but the thing is, um, 
you'd have to prove to the company that I created this. Someone be like, someone to just literally be a hater and fucking. Um, that's what and I mean, then just like, like, like an artist your that artist actually made that music. Yeah, like and then did. the art, like someone who doesn't like the artist, is like, oh, that's a piece of crap. So like, I created that, and then the company's like, well, the law is so strict here, I'm not gonna chance it. Took down your stuff. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's really it's really easy for it to be abused and people to bully each other, but. I think one of the biggest problems, not only in the EU, um, but it definitely is a problem because it got passed in the EU, it makes it more obvious, but even in the United States is that just so many people in our government are technically illiterate. They, they just don't understand the way the internet works. Like, they just don't, they don't understand the implications of, oh, of yeah. like, things that can effect did you see the mark zuckerberg trial where he's trying to explain to like the senators and all that exactly like what's going on with facebook and like the like a, a, a after taking a uh a, a web development uh mm. boot camp i'm like hearing some of the questions and i'm sitting there like man if that was me i'd be sitting there starting up them like dude are you serious like really like yeah like it that, wasn't like you're that slow when it comes to like and it was really dumb because a lot of questions like you could tell they didn't know what they were talking about because he's there over like facebook is like probably the worst platform like i have one but, I mean, they probably have all the information they want on me anyway, so, like, yeah, I just I keep know. it to, I don't know, honestly. Dude, that's how they make point. their money. By, by, they by sell data, your data. data, they data mining, yeah. They data mining sell your they data. They'll sell it. And they'll, um, they, they do some shady, shady, shady things. Like, it's really ridiculous. Well, and it's, uh, it can be shady, but for the most part, they're not selling it to, like, you know, the Russian government or, like, some terrorist group. They're going to sell it to, like, marketing firms, to, like, uh, companies who are trying to sell new products. There's a lot of, trust me, Greg, there's a lot of shady, shady things like Cambridge Analytica that happened, um, and they're still doing it, dude. They, um, like that uh, app that basically let them spy on your phone for 20 bucks. Oh, yeah, that's true. You remember that? And yeah. then um, they basically get to know all your information, whatever's happened on your phone, and, um, excuse me, um, of course, a bunch of kids signed up for it. Yeah. Not, oh, it's 20 bucks, you know, and obviously Facebook is going to know that. Um and they, they said, oh, well, we had a button that said click if you're 18. That's really not, you know, much verification. Yeah, so it's really not. But it really was it taking advantage of children just to get 20 bucks to get their information. They do some shady, shady things, trust me. Um, yeah, that, that is pretty Look shady. it up. Like, trust yeah, me. That, that, yeah. They do some shady, shady, shady stuff. You need yeah. to look it up. Trust me. I watch this channel called Internet Today. Shout out Ricky and Elliot. They do, s they do really – I share their videos on Facebook sometimes. Um they're like the only channel like I've I think I've ever shared a video for because um, they have like goofy ass thumbnails like really goofy looking thumbnails but like and you think it's gonna be something stupid but you click on the video and they're funny um, but they they do, they tend to do a really good job of uh, staying neutral on these subjects looking at it from I mean they have their their perspective on it but they do a good job of just kind of telling you how it is and then they'll give it like. Yeah, just send like their a thousand feet thought. up. Yeah, they'll give it their their input, but they do a really good job. That's how I know about a lot of the shady things that Facebook does, and just in general. Um, but yes, the, a lot of our um, congressmen and women are just really illiterate when it comes to the internet and and just how those things work. And it's yeah, that's I mean, because a lot of them are older, so you know, the internet's kind of new to them. It's a shame. Yeah, and it's. They're going to affect our future. Like, we're going to have to go back and undo what they've done. Yeah, probably at some point it is going to come to that. Um, it, I mean, the, it, it's kind of hard, though, too, to really 
I guess kind of make that argument because even like with our constitution, people say, oh, it, it doesn't apply to, you know, modern day, I guess, because oh, our, our founding fathers weren't exactly, our forefathers mm -hmm. weren't exactly, you know, sure of what technology would be nowadays or, you know, the internet and all that. But at the same time, like I, I feel like maybe it, it my opinion is it, it should still apply. You know, our First mm -hmm. Amendment rights should apply to the internet. We should be able to have free speech on the internet. But I mean, if, if, th if other countries, you know, take action the way that they are, you know, for example, the UN, um, it really does affect a lot of, you know, these tech giants and the EU, not the UN. Sorry, <laughs> you. You're right. I said the UN. That's not even a nation. That's <laughs> like a congregation of nations. You're right. Sorry. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's. I mean, it might affect the tech giant, but in the end, it's going to affect their employees. It's going to affect, you know, the employees' families by affecting the employees. It's going to affect, you know, their children, their livelihood because. You know, a lot of them are. That's their bread and butter. That's how they so they make their living. That's how they make their money. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if if Google's losing a lot of revenue, I mean, that's a lot of. That's a lot of extra positions that they can't afford to pay. Probably, well, they can't afford to pay still, but that they might not want to because they're going to want to bring their profit margins up, which I can understand. But I mean, you know, it's like Brandon said. It's all about business. It's all about money for all these big companies and corporations. So at the end of the day, they're going to do whatever they feel like they need to do. So. Yep. Uh, it's a shame. Hopefully, the EU will uh, get that repealed yeah. pretty, pretty freaking quick. Um, yeah. So I think that was about as much as I have knowledge of that situation. Uh, you want to get into our next little segment here? Let's do it. All right, Greg. So these I do actually have articles ready for. All right. Now, you ready? Okay, so this is like weird news, right? So, um, did you know that if you want to make delicious cheese, you should play hip-hop music to your cheese? I'm sorry, what? You should play hip-hop music to your cheese if you want to make it more delicious. So I should have my cheese listen to Kendrick Lamar in order for it to come out better? Sure. Is it is it like the thumping of the beat that like... So I guess in Switzerland, um, I'll put a link down to this below. But in Switzerland, they uh, they did a a test with like wheels of cheese or whatever, and they played different types of music, like Led Zeppelin, Mozart, and different kind of things. And they were um, they were exposed to that type of music for 24 hours over six months, and then um, basically, I guess they found that. <laughs> out of all those cheeses, the ones that they focused the hip-hop to the cheese tasted the best. What the hell? That, I don't even understand. That's crazy. But, I mean, hey, whatever works, but I, I just, wow. There's got to be some science behind that. Maybe, or maybe, maybe it's just a placebo. I don't know. Probably, there's probably some science behind it. Yeah, and also, I guess taste is sub Subje subjective. Very subjective, yeah, very subjective. So, or no. Yeah, yeah, subjective. It's hard That's to be objective word. about taste because, I mean, everybody tastes things differently. Yeah. For instance, do you like coconut? Yeah, I love coconut. I hate coconut. The smell of it, the taste of it, I, I can't do coconut. Coconut's great, dude. What are you talking about? Disgusting. You ever had those coconut Mexican ice creams? Uh, yep. Oh, what are you talking not about, dude? That is good. At all. I do not like the taste of coconut. But again, it's subjective. Okay, yeah. So, for your cheese needs, play hip-hop towards your cheese. I recommend Mad City by Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. if you want his Pulitzer Prize winning album, the album Damn, which oh yeah. was also just recently um, approved 
to be taught as a curriculum in any IB or interbaccalaureate uh, English curriculum. So that's pretty impressive, especially for I think a, I did actually read that, yeah. For a hip-hop artist. I mean, to think about the fact that, I mean, I don't mean to go off topic here, but to think about, you know, no other artist in history that's, you know, in hip-hop music has ever won a Pulitzer Prize. That's only something that really goes to, it's an honor that really only goes to, like, jazz artists or even uh, classical artists. It's never been bestowed upon a hip-hop artist. And, uh, you know, Mr. You know Duckworth himself even said, you know, this is something that probably should have happened a long time ago. He credits Tupac Shakur, you know, uh, Christopher Wallace as, uh, who, you know, Biggie Smalls, Notorious B.I.G., or Tupac, if that's Machiavelli, if that's how you know them, uh, probably should have been, or even Nasir Jones, probably was somebody who should have won a Pulitzer Prize way before him, but unfortunately that honor wasn't bestowed upon hip-hop until later. But still, that's a pretty impressive feat. Anyway, back to your weird stories. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and this one, uh, this one's kind of an old story, but I remembered it. So not too long ago, um, I watched this guy called Simon Whistler. He has, like, two different YouTube channels. He's got biographics where he does, like, um, basically mini biography videos on, um, like, different figures in history. Um, and one of them I watched was, was of Timothy McVeigh. You know that is, right? Yeah. Awful, awful human being. Uh, yeah. Yeah, to say the least, anyway. Um, but so I went on like a bunch of different videos, and so one of those things that I came across is um, Timothy. Okay, so Timothy McVeigh was like onto like the government was like overstepping their bounds, and like he did it to like spite the government or whatever this and that. Like it, it's a lot more complicated than what I'm saying, but I'm not trying to talk about Timothy McVeigh. I'm trying to just give a reason. Like so, um, so basically Timothy McVeigh saw what happened at um, Ruby Hill. I think it's what it's called. The um, tanks, or not the tanks. Yeah, where, like, the they went to a cabin in the woods and, like, killed the, killed the, the, the mom, kid, the, the mom. The daughter, the, I mean, the, yeah. the baby that was in the mother's arms. And it was, like, a big old military operation when, it didn't, yeah, it, when it didn't have to be. Mm -hmm. So, like, basically, that's why Timothy McVeigh, that's what, like, set him off. Like, okay, he's like, we need to do something about the government. It's getting too big, this and that. And there was a lot of people like that. Um, and so another guy who was, like, a big anti-government kind of dude, um, I forget his name, but it happened in Texas. So he got pulled over by a cop, and um, and like I guess him and the cop got into a sh like a, a shuffle or whatever, a scuffle. That's the word. Um, and he bit the cop. He bit the cop. He bit the cop, and then ran back to like his little ranch, and like fenced himself in or whatever, and uh, and so basically because of the Ruby Hill and then um, Timothy McVeigh and all these situations that were happening back then in like the 90s. Yeah. Um, the government was really they're having a PR nightmare because of all these mess ups that they were having. Yeah, right? so it's like, dude, what so the hell do we do now? So we in Texas, they yeah. made the uh, the decision, like I think it was like new at the time that they made this decision not to pursue him. Wow. So he bit a police officer, and they decided, you know what, we're not gonna get into another st standoff like Ruby Hill. We're not gonna do that again. Just trying to get this guy who bit a police officer, right? So this lasted for like 16 years so basically they were just waiting till the guy had to leave his house again to arrest him they never went in after him so he basically never left his house for like 16 years i think i don't know if it's still going i think because I, I just looked up like a little article before this and then it said the standoff that lasted 16 years so it might have ended by now but this guy was so stubborn he lived he didn't go anywhere 
He lived in his little house, and, like, it was like a trailer-looking thing on, like, a little plot of land in Texas. He lived off the land and never left his freaking trailer-looking house for 16 years and s- just to, like, not get arrested. The maximum sentence he c- – maximum. The guy – the judge who said he would have sentenced him if he got arrested said the maximum I could have sentenced him was 10 years, which I probably would not have sentenced him 10 years. He's imprisoned himself on h- in house arrest for 16 years already. The dude's pretty stupid. <laughs> like, come on. I don't know. That's that's a tough one. Why? I mean, because I wouldn't want to go to jail, personally. Yeah. But at the same time, like, dude, 16 years being stuck in your house, man, that's... I mean, at least you get to watch TV every night and go to bed when you want to and eat what you want to eat for the That's thinking part. you have electricity. If you can't leave your house, how are you going to pay your bills? This uh, is 16 years ago before you know the internet. Like, yeah, what the hell was he doing in there? Did he even step outside to get food? Like, how did he... He would go outside in, like, his yard or whatever, but since there was, like, no government standoff, like, there was no one out there waiting to, like, shoot him or whatever. He was just stuck in his... So it was more of, like, if he left the property and went to, like, the store, they... They would have got him. They would have got him. Okay, so that... Man, that that's wild. So he just put himself on house arrest pretty much for 16 years. I guess. I mean, if you want to be that stubborn, I mean, I don't know. Like, I... I want to be a little more neutral because I have some differing views than a lot of people, but, I mean, that's something I probably would have just, ah, I'm just going to go to jail. I mean, what am I going to get, maximum a couple months as opposed to mm-hmm. 16 years? Like, I'd rather not be stuck in there without being able to make money and pay my bills because then, you know, I can't watch any TV or can't listen to music. I mean, I, like, man, that. He I probably w- had to poop in a hole because he couldn't yeah, pay his water bill. He had no plumbing. Like, what the <laughs> hell? Like, how, dude, I would have just taken the sentence. I mean, honestly, how much could it really have been? Maximum 10 years. I mean, he were locked up 16. I mean, And the judge was like. I wouldn't even have sentenced him 10 years. Like, he, he he got it worse just putting himself in the house. Yeah, the judge is like, eh, I, I guess he learned from this mistake. <laughs> People are dumb. I mean, because I, I don't know. Like, but why would like, bite somebody, though? I mean, I don't know. Like, it, what was the stop even for? Was it just like a... I don't even know, but... Traffic stop? Usually, I'm not saying all the time, usually a traffic stop is not worth getting into a fight with an officer over. It's really not. Just take your ticket. If you want to record it, record it. Because sometimes, you know, it's good to record those things because officers can be pretty terrible people. Can be. Not always. But if you want to record it, go ahead and record it. Just don't don't get into, like, an altercation with the cops. Because no matter what you do, it's not going to be you're not going to win. I mean. No, you're never going to win. I mean, physically even speaking, you're dude, not going to win. Those even dudes if the are going to yeah, Even if the cop, you. even if you're standing still. And then the cop decides to just beat your ass for no reason, and you defend yourself, you're the one getting thrown in jail. Yeah. So don't, it's not even worth it. Don't ever. It's really not. Like, I I can understand. Some people have certain opinions. Uh, You know, I get it, but it's like, dude, don't be stupid. Just, you know what I mean? There's no point in getting your ass beat or getting possibly even killed for something as stupid as a a ticket or or a traffic violation. You want a stop to, sign? Go to court and fight like, it. Come on, man! I'm I'm not gonna get killed over running a stop sign. That's that's yeah. absurd. But such is life. Sometimes that happens because yeah. life is pretty crappy. A lot of crazy things. Yeah, a lot of crazy injustices. But you know, such that's for life. another another discussion. All right, guys. Uh, you got anything else you want to say to the uh, rooftop podcast audience? I'm just like Brianna. Um, do I want to say? We should have a catchphrase, like a, like a motto or like a mantra or like a like something like. 
phrase the roof. <laughs> I don't, dude. I'm dead. Okay. Gorny. We'll come up with something. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to say or nah? Nah. Well, I do have one thing to say. Uh, I know there's not many people that watch this because it's pretty small still. But if you are Share watching it, it, I'm like the only one who ever shares it. I know. Sorry. Uh, for those of you who are watching, thank you. You mean the m- world to us. And if we can like get a list of whoever's watching this now, if this gets blown up, we will pay you five cents a month, which is five cents you didn't already have for being loyal followers of the Rooftop Podcast. And that interest will compound. That interest will compound. Well, right. uh, maybe not interest, but like the principle might compound. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for the Rooftop Podcast. See you yeah, guys later. Wonderful week, day, month, whatever. Goodbye.